What's up, guys? This is Mike. This is Dave, and you're listening to the Mike and Dave Podcast. What's up, everybody? And welcome back to the Mike and Dave Podcast, where we have a very special episode for you. I'm Dave, and if you listened to last week's episode, then you would have heard us go through our all-time NFL fantasy draft and draft the offensive players. Uh, This is going to be a special bonus episode where we do the defense and the special teams uh, to finish out that fantasy draft between the two of us. And then at the end, you'll see what both of our teams look like, and you'll be able to vote on our social media uh, to determine whether Team Mike or Team Dave is the best. I think you already know which team I think is the best, but uh, it'll be up to you to determine. Um, Mike, how are you feeling about your team so far now that we've drafted the offensive players? I, I agree with you, man. I think Team Mike is the best for sure. And I'm hoping to hear all of you agree with us on our social that Team Mike is the best, Team Mike forever. You know, it's the new Team Edward, Team Jacob, just Team Mike and Team Dave. I was I was really hoping you weren't going to go there and then you did. So um, it's it's like that, but also nothing like that. <laughs> But I'm really excited to get into it. We're halfway done with our teams, so we're about to go ahead and and finish that up. And I'm really excited to just be bringing you guys episodes of the Mike and Dave podcast three weeks in a row for the first time ever. This is unprecedented. I'm excited. Let's go ahead and get right into it. All right, so we're going to now pick our defense and special teams for our all-time NFL draft since I had the first overall pick from winning the coin toss and use that on offense. Dave, you're going to have the first pick for defense and special teams. And just to recap, you might pick, let's say, a linebacker. That means my next pick will have to be a linebacker, but then my pick after that can be whatever position I want. You'll then match that position, and then you pick the new position, so on and so forth. So with the first pick on defense and special teams, who do you got? All right, this is a tough one. Um, there are quite a few players who I think are deserving, but I got to do it. I've already got one LT on my team and LaDainian Tomlinson. I got to make it two LTs and go with the other guy, Lawrence Taylor, probably the best linebacker to ever play. Um, he actually won MVP as a defensive player in 1986. Uh, that never happens anymore. 132 and a half sacks, 10 Pro Bowls, 8 All-Pro nominate, uh, not nominations, he actually made it on the team. Um, I think he's got to be the most dominant linebacker ever. He is, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, that would have been my top pick as well. Forget best defensive player. Like, top two player of all time? Like Lawrence Taylor is that guy. Like, Let's not kid ourselves here. Dude's a beast. So so now I'll take my first linebacker, the best linebacker that I've ever seen, Ray Lewis. Yeah, I think, I mean, I would have liked to get Ray Lewis too. I just couldn't not pick Lawrence Taylor. But in terms of leadership, high energy, you know, tackling ability, coverage, you name it, I think Ray Lewis has got it all. I like that. I like that pick. Interestingly enough, Ray Lewis was actually on an episode of Sports Science where they determined that a hit from Ray Lewis 
had more force than a police battering ram used to break down doors. And he'll be breaking down your offensive line in this hypothetical Super Bowl. So now I get to switch up to a different position. Let's go to that interior. Going Mean Joe Green, defensive tackle from the Steel Curtain. Okay. So you've got Mike Webster, the center from the Steel Curtain, and you've got Mean Joe Green, defensive tackle. It's pretty solid on both ends of the ball. Also, like, just an iconic figure. And, hey, it's the Super Bowl. So we got Super Bowl commercials. So we got that Mean Joe Green Coat commercial. That's true. So, all right. <clears throat> so my turn to take a defensive tackle. I will happily take Aaron Donald. Potentially the best defensive player that I've ever seen. Uh, especially considering the fact that he is a little bit undersized, which is hilarious when you talk about an NFL player being undersized, um, if you think about it. But no, Aaron Donald, I think he'll be a problem for any offensive line, especially potentially, you know, in this theoretical Super Bowl. Um, I think those guards might have some trouble with Aaron Donald because there was nobody really like him back in the day. Um, this type of pass rusher on the on the interior um, who beats you with speed and, and leverage. Uh, great technician, great athlete. Uh, I'm super happy with Aaron Donald to be my first defensive tackle. Now, at defensive end, this is tough. There are a lot of really good defensive ends, but I think I got to go ahead and grab um, my favorite out of the bunch. Maybe he doesn't have the stats of a couple of these other guys, but in terms of one game dominance, you already know I got to pick my guy, J.J. Watt. (laughs) In his prime. Unstoppable. An absolute monster. uh, Double teamed at all times. Couldn't be contained with his big old like arm freaking brace thing that he always had on. I was just like, get me the hell out of there. (laughs) I'm not trying to be anywhere near him when he's trying to get to the quarterback. Um, you know, one of the more dominant guys, unfortunately injuries have derailed him a little bit, but he's still a productive player even now. Um, so yeah, Aaron Donald and JJ Watt lining up next to each other in their primes. Who boy. I was prepared to make the same argument. Prime J.J. Watt is a a different kind of menace. So for my first defensive end, since I can't have J.J. Watt... I was about to say, did I take that one from you? You did, absolutely. Yep. Uh, Give me Reggie White, one of our all-time sack masters. I mean... You can't, like... Yeah. I mean, that's that's a given, I think. He was going to end up on one of our teams, for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not too much of a shocker that he gets drafted here. Mm-hmm. And now I'm conflicted. Okay. Because 
here, let me tell y'all my dilemma. And I'm going to tell you what position I'm taking, first of all. I'm just not going to drift away from this, because I don't want you to make the decision for me. <clears throat> I'm going to draft my corner. Now, my head is telling me something very, very clearly <laughs> that I will regret the second I don't pick him if I don't. My heart is telling me something else. And I can't help but think that if I don't go with my head, Dave, you will respond by going with my heart. And I can't let you take my heart out a la Indiana Jones and the Raiders or whatever movie where he does that Dolly Ma thing or whatever. I think that was Tem <sighs> Temple of Doom, maybe? The yeah. One? Oh, okay, yeah, that's what it was. The weird, the kind of weird one. Yeah. Yeah, it was not my favorite. Anyways. So... I'll get ahead of the comments. This is not the best corner of all time, but I can't stand to see you take him. Charles Woodson. I knew it. Go ahead and take the best. You can you can have him. I understand the consequences of my actions, but I can't see Charles Woodson on another team. The Michigan Heisman. The, and to be fair to me real quick, I said he's not the best corner of all time. It's hard for me not to say he's number he's number two. Like he is no, behind this guy that you will almost certainly say next. He's number two. He's this is the modern day version. <sighs> Shutting down half the field. I'm fine with it. I'll live with it. Charles Woodson's my guy. I'm kind of questioning myself because I don't know if I don't know if I'm gonna pick the same guy that you were gonna pick. Because I don't think you actually like this guy, from what I remember. Maybe I'm just making that up. I don't know. I'm going with prime time himself, Deion Sanders. That that's who I was thinking of. Oh, okay, cool. And I, and I don't dislike him. Oh, okay. Well, that must have been somebody else. Then never mind. Um, but yeah, I said Julio was the best Falcon of all time. I'll stand by that. But Deion Sanders is obviously right up there as well. Um. I mean, what more can you say about him? Electric with a ball in his hands. Uh, what a personality he was. Um, still is. He he must be referred to as Coach Prime. He will not respond to Dion any longer, so that's interesting. But in terms of just football ability alone, uh, Electric could shut down his, his half of the field um, and just one of those really fun players to watch, so... I'm happy to get Deion Sanders on my uh, as the first member of my uh, defensive backfield, so that I can sleep at night. If I had chosen him, would you have taken yes or no? Would you have taken Charles Woodson? Probably not. Dang it! Whatever. <laughs> I mean, I, I, he's up there for me, but I, I've got my eye on. Um, hmm, maybe I would have taken. I would have thought about it. Okay, then I can live with it. Yeah. I would have thought about it. He's up there for me, for sure. Um, all right. Now, here's my dilemma. Do I go ahead and grab another linebacker? Or do I go ahead and get one of my safeties? Because I, I, I think we're going to have, we're going to be choosing from the same pool of safeties. Um. I know you love Pulamalu. I also know you love Ed Reed. And I think this is going to be a similar situation 
to the whole, I can't let you have Gronk, Brady, and Belichick. I don't want you to have Ray Lewis and Ed Reed. So I think I'm going to have to go with it. Ed Reed, the guy whose name you yell whenever you jump out of nowhere and snag a pass, whether that's in literally in any sport, you just say Ed Reed. Uh, that's what you do. Uh, obviously, in my opinion, best safety of all time. And there are a lot of great safeties out there, but uh, in terms of his ability to read the quarterback um, and make plays on the ball, there's nobody better. So uh, yeah, Ed Reed's my my guy at safety. So you're 100% right. The two, the top two safeties on my board were Ed Reed and Troy Polamalu. And if given the choice, I would have taken Polamalu over Ed Reed anyway. So I'm not hurting over it. So I'll take Troy Polamalu. So between Polamalu and Woodson, I'm feeling good about my secondary so far. And I have two guys that were in my top three all time when we did our top five favorites. So if you want more of a breakdown on Charles Woodson and Troy Polamalu, then listen to episode 10 of the Mike and Dave podcast where we're going to go where we went into more detail. I think I'm going to go ahead and take my other defensive tackle. From the Purple People Eaters, your second team, the Vikings. Give me Alan Page. In 1971, Alan Page was actually named the AP NFL Defensive Player of the Year, as well as the AP NFL MVP. He was the first defensive player to be named MVP since they started giving out the award. So that just speaks to his impact, especially at that defensive tackle position. So I feel good having Mean Joe Green and Alan Page as my two interior defensive linemen. Okay, I like that. I'm also going to take a defensive tackle from the Vikings. John Randall, one of the better pass rushing defensive tackles that we've seen. Uh, seven-time Pro Bowler, six-time first-team All-Pro. 137 sacks in his career. And he's it's kind of interesting. I've gone for a couple of guys who are undersized at the defensive tackle position. I've got Donald and Randall, who is 6'1", 287. Um, but I think that those the two of those guys is going to be really tough for those guards um, and in your center to to handle on the interior. So um, yeah, I'm happy with John Randall and next, I think I'm going to pick my other defensive end and who else would I pick than the guy who has the most sacks of all time, which is Bruce Smith uh, of the Buffalo bills. Nothing else really needs to be said. Best, best sack artist of all time. Welcome to the squad, buddy. Bruce Smith was actually my next pick because I really wanted to pair him with Reggie White. <laughs> All right. So for my defensive end, I'm going to go someone a little more recent. Julius Peppers. Julius Peppers eclipsed double-digit sacks 10 times in his career and also has 11 career interceptions. So this is... Pick to give me a little bit of versatility, someone that can rush the passer as well as drop back in coverage, move around if I need him to, um, almost like an extra linebacker. So I'm going to take Julius Peppers with his speed and versatility here at my other defensive end. I mean, 
It's not Bruce Smith and J.J. Watt. But it's not. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like that for sure. All right, so if I'm counting correctly, we need, we each need two more linebackers, one corner, one safety, kicker, punter, returner. All right, so let me go ahead and get my next linebacker. Okay. The man without teeth. Another stealer, Jack Lambert. This is one of the best linebackers of all time. Certainly, like along with Mean Joe Green, the leader of that legendary Steelers defense. This is another guy that can make tackles uh, behind the line and chase down runners, but also play pass coverage, get interceptions. And like I said, leadership. So just from a leadership perspective, from a leadership standpoint, we're combining Ray Lewis and Jack Lambert. Now, maybe you say that's too many alphas, but maybe you say, okay, everyone's going to listen to somebody. And that's a lot of voices that aren't going to let you back down or let you take any plays off. That's true. I like, I like that pick. Jack Lambert was up there for me as well. Um, I think my next linebacker. All right. I'm going to go with former Florida state player and member of that Buccaneers defense that won the Super Bowl, Derek Brooks. Derek Brooks is a super versatile guy. Can rush the passer, great tackler, drop back into coverage, can kind of do it all. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and pick up Derek Brooks as my second linebacker. Happy that we got a Florida State guy on the team. And that leaves me with a dilemma of do I get my second corner or do I get my second safety? I think for me, there's one safety I've got my eye on who I think is going to win out for me. Yeah, I've got to do it. It's Ronnie Lott. Yep. <laughs> my guy. Um, Ronnie Lott's a dude, again, really versatile. You can play corner or safety. Um, mostly with the 49ers, play with a couple other teams as well. But four-time Super Bowl champion. 10-time Pro Bowler, 8-time First Team All-Pro. 63 interceptions in his career. I mean, what a player, honestly. A guy who could really do everything. Um, man, zone, come down in the box and hit, you name it. Uh, he was just the, the ultimate safety, in my opinion. Um, Ed Reed's going to be more of that playmaker for me, and Ryan Lott's going to kind of take care of everything else. So, um, yeah, pretty happy with that pair is my safety duo. First of all, I also had Derek Brooks on my list of linebackers. I guess not as high up as you had him, so I'm not too worried about that. But just to show love, I did have him up there. He's a beast. Yeah. And what you said about Ronnie Lott, to a lesser extent, albeit, applies to the safety I'm bringing up in terms of like allowing Troy Polamalu to be more of that playmaker and letting John Lynch do the rest of it. John Lynch, actually a teammate of Derek Brooks on that uh, Buccaneers team. And those two created an amazing defense, along with Rondé Barber, shout out, created an amazing defense down there in Tampa. But John Lynch will be my other safety. All right, so for my next pick, 
I'm going to finish out my cornerback spot, and I'm going to go ahead and pick Lester Hayes. Lester Hayes partnered with Mike Haynes in the 70s on that Raiders team to provide one of the best, if not the best, yeah, in my mind, the best cornerback tandem that the game has ever seen. Really, I could have gone either way. Like, I don't know that you were going to take Lester Hayes either, but I had them both on my list. I was good with one or the other, but Lester Hayes was definitely the better of the two. This is one of the more athletic corners that we've ever seen. Amazing vert, amazing closing speed. Not that he ever needed it. He could bump you off the line. But this is one of the OG shutdown corners. So between Lester Hayes and Charles Woodson, I feel fine without Deion Sanders. I think that's definitely a pretty good duo. Now, can they compete with Julio and Megatron? We'll just have to see. Um, actually, we won't see because, unfortunately, we don't get to see this game played out. But you know what I mean. Um, well, that leaves a couple of really good options for me. Um, I think it kind of come down comes down to two players for me. Shout out to Ty Law. I had him on this list. Um former Michigan player. Um, I had to give a shout out to Richard Sherman because love him or hate him. He's, you know, he's been a beast, super intelligent player. Um, and, a, you know, a bit of a kind of starting that trend of bigger corners, um, you know, with that Seahawks team. But the two guys I'm, I'm choosing between are Champ Bailey and night train lane and i think i gotta go night train lane um this guy honestly probably one of the better rookie seasons ever in history 14 interceptions as a rookie in 1952 it's still an nfl record because of course it is who's going to pick off more than 14 passes in a season unless you're playing madden yeah night train lane like i said 14 interceptions as a rookie 68 career interceptions, ranked second in NFL history. Also known as one of the most ferocious tacklers as well. Um, so I feel like I feel pretty good about Night Train Lane and Deion Sanders as my corners. Uh, Prime Time and Night Train, two of the better. I mean, you got Mean Joe, but still feeling pretty good about, about that cornerback duo. And if I'm counting correctly, then I think we've got linebacker and then special teams. So my last linebacker, this is tough. Got a few options thinking about Dick Budkiss. They literally named the award for the best linebacker after him. I'm thinking about my guy, Luke Keekley, who made it on my top five favorite NFL players of all time. I think we could use his IQ um, especially against all these great players. Um, potentially thinking about Junior Seau. Rest in peace to him as well. Um, I think I am going to go Dick Butkus, though. Like, what can what more can you say about him that hasn't already been said? Eight-time Pro Bowler, first or six-time first-team All-Pro, two-time Defensive Player of the Year, and... I think he's the perfect 
uh, Thumper to go in the middle of my defense, um, especially with kind of the uh, my smaller defensive tackles. I think having Dick Butkus in there to stop the run. Um, yeah, <laughs> stop stop Allstott from running up the middle. Um, yeah, I, I think, um, yeah, I think I'll take Dick Butkus to be um, my last linebacker. And Dick Butkus was my next pick for this. Yeah, you said it. Dick Butkus. Man, I've just I did that with JJ Watt. I did that with Bruce Smith. And I, I did that with what Ronnie Lott. Yeah. And Dick Butkus. <laughs> Come on, man. Hey, man you 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 picked uh you wanted to go first on offense, so that's that's true. And you know what? I have the goat, so I'm not complaining. That's true. But my linebacker, I'm between two bears. There's Mike Singletary. The good old 85 bears. Yeah. One of the great defenses of all time. Or the linebacker that was really like in the conversation with Ray Lewis when we like started watching football in our lifetime. Brian Urlacher. And when I think of Brian Urlacher, I think similarly to how I think of Luke Keekley. This is a smart linebacker that watched so much film and was calling out plays and was able to lead that defense from that standpoint, where he was alerting them of like where they need to be, uh, what plays were about to be run. So while I already have a hard hitter in Ray Lewis and the guy that was competing with Urlacher for best and winning, Honestly, for best linebacker of that generation, I'll take the next guy up and Brian Erlacher and put them on the same team. So we're down to special teams. And I'm going to go kicker first because I don't plan on punting that often. It's just an option that they give you. (laughs) And I had a couple good guys to choose from here. But this may be recency bias, but the man just broke the record for longest kick. It's hard for me to picture a better kicker than Justin Tucker. Guys have scored more points in their careers. Justin Tucker's career isn't over, but that leg, man, that's something else. He just hit a 66 yarder. Yeah. Give me Justin Tucker. I like that. It was between Justin Tucker and the guy who I'm, I'm pretty sure everybody knows I'm going to pick. Um, also Justin Tucker, fun fact, accomplished opera singer. So multi-talented. Um, but yeah, I mean that, that kick was absolutely crazy. I'm pretty sure he's like the most accurate kicker of all time with like minimum of however many attempts. Um, if he keeps going at this rate, I wouldn't be surprised if he, you know, he's a hall of famer someday. Um, I like that. But of course, I'm going to pick the other guy who was on my short list, which is, of course, Adam Vinatieri. Um, maybe the most clutch kicker of all time. Obviously, with the, with the Patriots, with the Colts, um, and a guy who I think can only be described as the greatest kicker of all time. And I think it, you know, Justin Tucker has a chance, but he's going to need to win some Super Bowls. And he's going to need to have some really clutch moments uh, to compete with Vinatieri. So 
prime Vinatieri, like when he kicked that field goal and that in the snow, um, I'll take him any day. Um, cause who knows with these two teams, it'll probably be pretty close and maybe it comes down to, uh, a last minute field goal attempt. And we've seen Justin Tucker hit one of those. Vinatieri's hit a lot of those in his career. So, uh, feeling good about Vinatieri. So now I think I'm going to go returner, uh, because punter, you know, like I, like I said, or like you said, I should say, um, yeah, I mean, punter was always going to be last, wasn't it? Um, no offense to any punters out there, but returner, I think it's pretty obvious who I'm going to pick. Another former Falcon and probably the greatest kick returner of all time, slash punter, actually is better at punt returns, but still, Devin Hester. I mean, I feel like we're in the age now where kick returns, punt returns, you don't see them all too often like you used to. Um, they've changed the rules a bit to make it harder. And just generally, um, you just don't really see too many of returns for touchdowns nowadays. Uh, so, yeah, Devin Hester, he's got the record for uh, most combined returns. Um, he was a Falcon when he broke that, which was great. Uh, but yeah, that's who I'm going to pick. Electrifying, uh, super fun to watch. And I have to say, I really miss those those days where you saw a lot of really long returns. Um, in my opinion, that's one of the mo- most exciting plays in football is a, a long kick return for a touchdown. Yeah, because any anytime you watch football and you feel like in, like that play can go the distance, just makes it more interesting. And I feel like that rule just made kickoff so boring because like the rate or the the proportion of kicks that are actually brought out is so much lower because it's like statistically not worth it anymore. I I just hate that rule change. But yeah, Devin Hester, definitely the best. I feel like after that it's really just a toss of like honorable mentions to like Josh Cribbs, Cordero Patterson. But my guy, I'm going to throw up the X, Dante Hall. That, that'll that be it. Um, I mean, like I said, any of those three I, I feel fine with, but Dante Hall just, you know, can't put my finger on it, but he's got the it factor for me. I feel like watching a lot of his returns, it just seems that he breaks more tackles as opposed to having holes opened up. So I'm going to give it to him, which leaves us with the punter. Are you ready for this one? I'm so ready. (laughs) Because I don't plan on punting that often. Don't worry. It's kind of a punter. (laughs) It just also happens to be a guy that also played quarterback and defensive back. The early guy from the 50s, Sammy Baugh. We're running fakes. I mean, you're 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 telling us right now that you're running fakes. I think it's pretty obvious. So, um, and we don't even have any special teams players on. So, like, all of our amazing <laughs> defensive and offensive players are going to be playing special teams too. So, I think we're fine. But, but you know, if you can still boot it, if just in case. To. Yeah, yeah, I respect it. It's unorthodox. 
At least he qualifies as a punter. That's true. He does. It's not like when Michigan was playing tape 4CA and was like, oh, yeah, he can kick 20 yards. Oh, yeah, this, the thing where they, like, run out and they either, like, throw it or they, like, do their, their running punt. Like, yeah, that's just never been a good idea. I don't know why they thought that was a good idea. Back in, like, 2010. But that leaves me wide open to take my number one punter, the guy who I think revolutionized the punting position. Marquette King. You know, I did consider it. <laughs> there's nothing, um, to me, there's just nothing better than a guy pinning a punt like within the five yard line and doing like a, you know, a, a dancing celebration like he scored a touchdown. I think that that's, you know, that's respectable. And I feel like more punters should be that way. But you're not actually far off because. The punter that I'm picking is none other than Pat McAfee. I mean, if nothing else, than just the clubhouse presence alone. Entertainment. I mean, all of these guys, you know, we've got freaking, we've got Lawrence Taylor. We've got, um, I mean, on, you know, even on offense. Can, can you imagine Gronk and Pat McAfee in the same locker room? I mean... Now we're talking, right? And of course, you've got like the like the like Jim Brown and Joe Thomas, these guys who are just gonna you know do their thing. But now we've got Gronk, we've got Pat McAfee, who are you know they're each gonna bring something to the locker room. And um, you know, obviously McAfee is still a very good punter. Um, he's still gonna be able to get the job done. But I'm picking him more for the uh, for the culture. So. Um, so yeah, so I, so, so that wraps up our, um, our fantasy draft, my offense to recap from our previous episode, we have Bill Belichick as the coach, got Tom Brady at quarterback, we got Barry Sanders at halfback and Mike Allstott at fullback. We got Jerry Rice and Randy Moss at our receiver positions. Tony Gonzalez at tight end. Then Left to right on the offensive line, we got Anthony Munoz, Bruce Matthews, Mike Webster, John Hanna, and Orlando Pace. And then on defense, on the defensive line, we have Reggie White, Mean Joe Green, Alan Page, and Julius Peppers. At linebackers, we got Ray Lewis, Jack Lambert, and Brian Erlacher. At corners, we got Charles Woodson and Lester Hayes. Safeties are Troy... Troy Polamalu and John Lynch. At kicker, Justin Tucker. Punter, Sammy Baugh. And returning kicks and punts, we got Dante Hall. All right, now, my offense, led out by Coach Vince Lombardi. Got Aaron Rodgers at QB. Jim Brown and LaDainian Tomlinson at running back. My guy Julio Jones and Calvin Johnson, a.k.a. Megatron at wide receiver. Got Rob Gronkowski, as previously mentioned, at tight end. Then from left to right on the offensive line, Joe Thomas, Zach Martin, Jim Otto, Larry Allen, and Jonathan Ogden. And then on defense, and boy, I I love how my defense turned out. Got Bruce Smith, Aaron Donald, John Randall, and J.J. Watt. Then at linebacker, we've got Derek Brooks, Dit Butkus, and Lawrence Taylor. 
at corner, the duo of Night Train Lane and Primetime Deion Sanders. Safety, we've got Ed Reed and Ronnie Lott. Kicking the most clutch kicker of all time, Adam Vinatieri. At punter, the most entertaining punter of all time with Pat McAfee. And of course, returning kicks, the greatest returner of all time, Devin Hester. So those are our rosters. Um, To see them all in their glory um, and to vote on whether you've got Team Mike or Team Dave in this hypothetical Super Bowl to end all Super Bowls. Uh, make sure to head over to our social media accounts at Mike and Dave Pod. We'll have a poll up on our Instagram story, on Facebook, uh, and on Twitter as well. So make sure to interact with us over there. And uh, of course, feel free to do this amongst your friends as well. Of course, we only had the two of us, but you know maybe you've got like a group of friends who like talking about sports who love football. I think it would be even more fun to do like five or even like 10 guys and really go deep and have to um, be even more strategic about which players you're picking and which positions you're prioritizing and which guys you really want. Um, I think that would be a really interesting exercise as well. Since you mentioned going deeper, just just to prep you, if you want to do that, Dave, you just have a couple of honorable mentions from offense or defense? Yeah. Um, I think, I think I mentioned in our um, in the previous episode, um, guys who didn't quite make it, who you also didn't choose, because I'll just leave those, because uh, we mostly had the same top few guys. Um, Adrian Peterson at running back, um, Larry Fitzgerald at receiver, Walter Jones at tackle, at guard, Marshall Yonda, um, and then on defense... Uh, Deacon Jones, who literally coined the term sack, which is just kind of a baller move. Um, defensive tackle, Warren Sapp, of those legendary Buccaneers defenses. Linebacker, uh, Demarcus Ware, you know, one of the better pass rushers um, in our era, I guess, when we started growing up watching football. Von Miller as well. Um, and of course, I mentioned Luke Keekley too. Uh, I mentioned Richard Sherman, Ty Law, Champ Bailey. Um, shout out to Paul Krause, another Minnesota Viking. Has the most interceptions of all time. So it's kind of like a slap in the face to him that he's on on here. But um, I, I think our, our safety choices are pretty insane anyway. Um, and you mentioned Josh Cribbs as well. He was going to be my other returner that I was going to pick. And shout out to Cordero Patterson, who's now like balling out on offense for uh, for the Falcons, uh, he scored three touchdowns the other day, uh, which is pretty crazy, but, uh, but yeah, shout out to all those guys. And of course there are so many others. Um, it's like I said earlier, if you did this with, you know, five people or seven people or 10 people, then we'd really start getting into the, into the nitty gritty of like, cause there's so many great players to choose from. It would still be, I think a lot of, a lot of fun, but those are my guys. And just to name a few more. Bo Jackson, one of the best athletes to ever play this game, didn't get picked up. Walter Payton. If you need another tackle, we didn't talk about Forrest Gregg from those old Packers uh, team, or from that old Packers team. If you need a center, we got Dwight Stevenson. Didn't get picked up, but we had our top two centers. We didn't talk about Michael Strahan. 
if you're looking for safeties, Darren Sharper, Darren Woodson. And I mentioned Mike Haynes. He didn't end up on a team, but he's a great corner. And then if you're looking for a punter, may as well take the guy they named the award after in Ray Guy. We also have good recent punters like Leckler, Johnny Hecker. Like these are good punters to choose from. But like you said, there's so many great players out there. Do this with your friends because it'll it'll really like get you thinking about some of these all-time greats. Yeah, for sure. So again, uh, head over to our social media at Mike and Dave Pod um, to see our our teams laid out, and also to vote on whether you think Team Mike or the better team, Team Dave, um, is is the best. Hope you enjoyed uh, this kind of bonus episode of the Mike and Dave podcast um, where we finished out this fantasy draft. I had a, a ton of fun doing this, um, and yeah, we just figured why not throw a bonus episode in there. Uh, cause this was going to be way too long to be just one episode. Um, but yeah, I had a great time doing this. So did I, this is probably the most fun I've had preparing for an episode and don't worry, we'll be back next week. Just cause we're hitting you with this bonus episode doesn't mean you have to wait two more weeks. So next Monday, we'll be back with another episode for the first time in the history of our podcast. You're getting the Mike and Dave podcast three weeks in a row. And just a sneak peek, because uh, I know it's been pretty football heavy the past few episodes, but we're going to get be getting back into the NBA a little bit. Um, and not to spoil anything, but we may or may not be bringing back a uh, segment idea that we've done pretty recently. So make sure you stick around and listen to our version of that for the NBA as that season is going to be kicking back uh, into gear as well coming up very shortly so yeah definitely look forward to that look forward to interacting with you guys on social at mike and dave pod and as always this has been mike and this has been dave and this has been a bonus episode of the mike and dave podcast Alexander on the-